Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 53124 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello. First up, thank you to Bits for listening in. I love you for it. If you could rate, review and subscribe and find someone to tell about the podcast online or even directly into their human fleshy face, I would love you all the more for that. And if you've got any spare money to your name, I am trying to fund the growth and continuation of this dear podcast on a site called Patreon. It's where people can give even a few dollars a month swapped for presents including very exclusive free content and other gubbins like that. If you might be up for that, please do go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod if you are already my patron please may i just say thank you so much mate you are the tits last little bore off announcement but we're doing our first ever hoovering live it's in manchester on the 6th of october at lunchtime bring a picnic we've got amazing guests they'll be eating and laughing at the manchester podcast festival dot Come more on that later though. Let's get on with the good shit. This week's guest is an absolute big big whopper on the fame front. Please, is only blooming Rachel Riley. What? We met in her lovely home and ate an entire table full of fit salads and dips, a pretty much all of which homemade. She's had some seriously fun and seriously awful times on the eating front in the past and present. She's overcome massive health stuff and you'll never guess which animals pecker she's seen. This is exciting. Okay. She's also my breakfast, by the way. Oh, is it? This is brunch. Now we're talking half one brunch. Right. Do you like stuff properly cooked or are you... <laughs> Not fussy. <laughs> Halfway done is absolutely fine. Yeah, I'm a little bit impatient. Yeah, me too. Actually, a little bit impatient is probably... I can imagine my... Anyone that knows me very well listening to this and get screaming a little bit. <laughs> impatient. I'm very impatient. Oh, voila. Thank you for the Wow. Pizza. Well, thank you for everything So else. what's this stuff? Okay, so it's like a pinto bean dip. So there's this um, cookbook called The Thug's Cookbook. Have you heard of it? It's Mm-mm. all vegan. Um, it's really good. Except it's... I don't know who it's written for. So the cookbook itself is brilliant in that all the recipes are really good and they're easy and they're well described. Yeah. But it's like it's written to try and coax 13-year-old lads into cooking and <laughs> vegan cooking because it's all like now stick a fucking this on a shitting that and like it's oh. really like it's written really aggressively and full of swearing okay. so it's like I'm not sure who wrote it I can't remember his name that's really bad some bloke oh, some bloke definitely some bloke <laughs> imagine actually if I go back and it's written by like <laughs> a group of a group of lovely women could be could, it could be me being a massive sexist no, I think it's written by 
some some lads 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 nice um but the recipes in it are really good yeah and it's all supposed to be healthy and it's their kind of healthy version of refried beans basically nice yeah what have you done um i've done salad and guacamole and and then i was like that looks a bit crap so i've also done potato salad it looks amazing Um, how have you done a vegan potato salad oh vegan ace just vegan ace straight up vegan ace or one of the ones one of the those Um, variants now there's a new one that i just found i didn't hadn't seen the alioli one in spain they did call it alioli and i got corrected oh well we'll go with whatever yeah. that and the sriracha so it's mixtures the sriracha ones it's, that oh wow well, you mingled them so I've got I do the um, the veg boxes and since yes. I started doing that I'm now obsessed with veg boxes nice. so basically whatever I get in the box we get to eat that is so cool though what veg box do you do which one do you do Riverford yeah I've never had it but is it true that they come with like a leaflet that's quite vitriolic in a good way but about where the man's got you know Sourced this veg from, yeah, stuff. but I love it. Yeah. Like the last one was talking about how they're trying to cut down on plastic, great, and um, they use like less than 25% of what you get in supermarkets. And they're gonna do they're gonna replace all the plastic with compostable stuff. Oh, and wow. if you can't compost it because you live in London, yeah, you haven't yeah, got yeah. compost or whatever, um, you just send it back to them and they'll compost it. So, brilliant, it's, it's just that like, you know, so it's good. Just kind of smart things. Mm-hmm. And it's, I quite like it because it connects you with where the food's from. and you don't so think cool. about where it's grown or what's used to grow it blah 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 blah, blah. You, it feels so um, shall I give you some yeah. Yeah. some yeah thank you yeah I think taste it so and then you just then you'll be oh converged. my god that looks lush thank you so much oh the leaves are the yum thank you that's brilliant but I like it because you haven't got to carry stuff either no <laughs> It's yeah, the lazy that's true. You haven't got to choose what you want. You haven't got to carry it home. <laughs> do they do a thing where you can veto certain things that you don't like? Yeah, you can pick what you like. You can do yeah. the big box, the little box, oh, the box, or you can just pick the individual things. And it's all um, kind of organic, and you can do stuff that's in season. Oh, nice! So, so you can be really color. ethical about it. And you can, if you want, you can just do the UK or yeah. most of it. The rest of it's kind of Europe, and you can you can do yeah whatever level you want to really and it does meat and dairy and all that stuff as well if you want it yeah um, it sends you a little recipe that I never look at uh, <laughs> oh and this is their smoked hummus actually it's nice ooh yeah, I'm going to yeah, try yeah. that for sure I like it in fact I think I'm just going to try all the things let's not muck about <laughs> um, and uh, yeah avocado is definitely not from the UK but they no. taste good so well yeah you can't be good all the time can't Too be much. good all the time not at all and I think it's that <laughs> I do I do a veg box a veg and fruit box called Odd Box that mm. does I bang on about it on this podcast all the time so sorry anyone who's listening who's bored of hearing about them but um, similar deal like you don't have to think about it you can have it every week or every fortnight yeah god that looks so creamy and yummy that is guacamole that has been made by someone with patience. You said you don't have patience, but that that is didn't. So it, they were just ripe. They were good. Did you use? Did you use it in a whizzer or did no, you? No, no, um, they were just that smooth. So they probably. Oh, I mean, yum. I only bought them a couple of days ago, so then it should be. <laughs> yum! It's perfect. Thank you. Oh, yay! Nice. Um, but it's funny, isn't it? Because even. It took me a while. I didn't say I was vegan for a while. No, well, that's the first thing I was going to ask, actually, because you you were like, whisper it, I'm a vegan. And I was like, is it a secret that I'm going to (laughs) ruin? Well, it's got connotations, doesn't it? Yeah. And you, I mean, I thought it was weird until recently. And I went the weird way around, so I stopped eating eggs and dairy first. And okay. pretty much just eating meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish Fish is my favourite. Yeah. Um... But I was quite ill. Right. So I had to change my diet quite, like, really substantially. Oh, no. Because I was really ill. And um, for, like, ten years, it was kind of getting gradually worse. And even I was, you know, when I was eight, I was really ill with food. Oh, really? And um, I almost overnight, I was better. And for really? years and years, doctors are like, you're probably stressed. You're a stressful personality. And it's like, I've never met you before. What are you even about? Yeah. Um, they just that, assume. They just, it's poop. the easiest thing. Yeah. It gets you out of the office. You only got fifteen minutes to yeah. with the doctor. Um, Lovely, lucky. I think um, it's, it's gone down to nine actually. <laughs> Mine. Lovely. Per ailment, you've well, got two appointments. You've got more than one ailment. Anyway, so <laughs> it only takes a couple of minutes to tell you you're stressed and get out. But um, yeah, yeah. But I literally overnight just st- stopping all this food. Yeah, and all the symptoms went away. And, oh my word! And then, but so was it? Well, 
IBS-y type stuff or immune type Loads stuff. Loads of stuff. And it was, yeah. it was kind of, I was just, I was knackered all the time. Yeah. And IBS-y type stuff. Right. And um, like, you know, you're just quite tired and fuzzy brain. Yeah. And, Loads of other little things. Like gradually, my body got to the point where it was just kind of giving up. Right, right, right. And I'd get a, like a cough or a cold and have it for a couple of months. Um, and it's all things that you can't you can't have a, like a test case of you and not eat and eat different stuff and see mm-hmm. if it's still there. Um, and I'm not a stressful person. And then that actually, the time I stopped eating all the food, I was really stressed. Right. Stopped eating the food, and all the symptoms went away. So it's like, finally, huge um, siren going off. Yeah, yeah, but I still love pudding. Fine. So then I had to start eating in vegan places to get the pudding. Right. And then found out that it's not weird. And you can, like, I don't, still raw food vegan. I mean, some of it's horrible. Right. You can put it, but some of normal food is horrible. <laughs> yeah, so true. And watch some of those documents. And when you start looking uh, at what's in stuff. Like cowspiracy and stuff that like kind that. Of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I stopped eating meat. I was trying to be a vegetarian, like, years ago. I did, yeah. I did about six or nine months. Um, when I was on Strictly, actually. Yeah. And, um... All they were feeding you in studios or wherever you go it was like the vegetarian option is like stodge. It was like pasta and cheese and yeah. pies and all the stuff that was and making fried me really stuff Ill. and baked stuff and yeah. So I felt awful. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and going vegan, just eating vegetables, yeah, I feel so much better. Really, so much better. Yeah. That's fabulous. I like. Yeah, it. I, good like it. I feel like we should cheers our feet <laughs> to that. that is, but that's yeah. great. I, I like it. Uh, yeah, and I, I kind am. of. Did the veganuary for fish because fish right. was my favourite. Yeah, and then didn't actually miss it, mm-hmm. even though I ate it every pretty much every meal every time you go out. Mm-hmm. But you know, you watch Blue Planet, yeah, and you hear about the plastic in the oceans. And we went to the Galapagos on holiday, and you know, you wow. hear about the food chains and like, even though it's supposed to be sustainable and, and whatever fishing, yeah, like loads of countries can give a toss, and mm-hmm. they just you don't really know what you're eating. No, and even if there are regulations, they're not enforced, and mm. it's so hard, isn't it? I wouldn't um, say I wouldn't, I wouldn't cheat if I was on holiday or something, like, yeah, every now and again. Why not? Yeah, not I mean, if you go world, somewhere... I think that was my logic in the flexibility of it, actually. Um, by the way, this guacamole is lush. You like it? Yeah, it's good. so good. I really love the big, chunky tomatoes in it. It is creamy, and I don't believe you that it was effortless. I it was. It was so delish. Hello, neighbour banging. <laughs> oh, no. Just done um, again. They seem to be doing that quite gently. Almost putting a picture up. <laughs> almost a dainty sort of test of putting a picture up to see They've if... been putting a lot of pictures up. <laughs> is it a gallery? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it almost sounded polite enough that they were hoping for a knockback. Mm. We won't get. You them know that. what? When I bought this place, I was showing it on a map to some friends. Right. And you know how it shows businesses in the local area? Mm-hmm. Basically, where this flat was, it shows some kind of brothel. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a headboard. I don't know. Or literally a knocking shop. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any evidence, but... You never know, do you? You look at your neighbours. on before. Lovely dress. So I started off going vegan and I watched Simon Amstel. I had it, had it mm. in mind. Similarly, I, it was just floating around my mind a lot. I think I had tummy issues that I wasn't particularly aware of or, or like, acknowledging because they went the same. They went. But I watched Simon Amstel's Carnage. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? It's like a one-hour film I need to. on iPlayer. I assume it's still on iPlayer. And if not, maybe it'll be on Netflix or something. I didn't find it preachy at all. I think that's why it was so brilliant. So it's, that's if it the funny. world... That's when we're looking in the future and yeah. you see, you think that it's all horrendous what we've been doing with. Or what's that? Sort of, yeah. So it's set, any, it's set, it's very, very lighthearted. It's not in any way. It's totally, it's totally funny. It just made me laugh for an hour and then I couldn't stop thinking about it for about a month. It's very knowing. Um, it's set in a utopian future. His Amstel's version of a mm-hmm. utopia where like 99.9% of people have a vegan diet so the people that get a name for how they eat would be called carnists Mm. so it's why it's called carnage Um, so in one sense it's really it rips the piss out of what that world would be like in that it's so hippy dippy that everyone's extremely squeamish and like you know everyone's it's like a rose tinted vision of Woodstock or something that kind of so everyone's super kind and affectionate so okay. it's unrealistic in that sense uh-huh. that it's funny but it's also very funny in that it takes a mickey out of very early vegan uh, propaganda 
and it's got these support groups for people who are in their 60s and older who talk about a childhood where they were still meet and dinner oh, okay. in a way where there's lots of shame attached <laughs> that's very funny where they to get to get it out in the open they have to say the name of a cheese they might have eaten <laughs> oh cheese it's really funny yeah, yes exactly um, but yeah they um that, that's what swayed me but then, then I kind of I think what I did quite a uh, well trodden version of it was just to go oh, I'll just try it and see what it's like and then loved it and was quite full on with it for about almost a year Yeah. and then I've let some sort of flexibility come back in that's in, good though isn't it yeah I think so I mean I don't think I want to I say on this that if I that if I went somewhere if I travelled somewhere where what they made was involved eating a meat that they is part of their culture or their tradition that they that they've mm-hmm. and they know how it's been killed or if I've killed it I think there's yeah, lot, yeah. there are lots of circumstances but they'd be quite extreme where I would eat meat again but things like fish and eggs where I know where they've come from yeah I'm just the thing with me is I've got no self-control so mm-hmm. when like the, when I was ill and I had a mm. test and they said and she said, I don't think, you know, it's food because you, your skin's healthy, you're still, yeah. you know, act, you're still living, basically. Yeah. And then it came back and um, the nutritionist, she called me and she was like, you're the worst person I've ever seen with one <sighs> of these results. And I don't know how much of it's like pseudoscience mm. or whatever, but I had a list of 52 things that were making me ill, which is pretty much everything. Um, and when oh, I had that word. list, I could not eat them and it was really easy. But as soon as you're like mm. a little bit, oh, I'll just have it here. And yeah. I'll, then I just kind of go all or nothing yeah. and I think a health motivation is a huge motivation right it's easier to say to someone I'm vegan or I'm yeah. intolerant to whatever then I don't really want to have your biscuits that you're making me eat or I don't really <laughs> want that kind of, you know then yeah. you can say and everyone understands but otherwise it's kind of like people try and make you have stuff or just yeah. you're being polite and you're eating things you don't really want to eat so true having reintroduced an element of flexibility of actually the essays that you have to write when you're describing what you do or don't eat to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of moves, just say vegan. Just say vegan. Yeah. Um, the only reason I stopped saying vegan is because I realised that was offensive to vegans. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win though, can you? I know, just... but the people that do it to with big kind of politics behind it as well, who think that all dairy and meat is like extreme evil, really. Yeah. You can't say, oh, I flirt with that. You have to be that or not. But you, you know, you can be pragmatic about things. Yeah. Like, it would be good if people cut out a bit of meat because mm-hmm. of loads of different reasons, like health, your health, so environmental stuff, animal yeah. welfare, etc. But I couldn't be like, not, you know, you don't really look at things like you'd, you'd go out and you'd have a sandwich or whatever. Mm. If it's got mayonnaise in it. Mm-hmm. You don't know where the mayonnaise is from, where the eggs yeah. are from, or like cake. You don't know. Like, I wouldn't ever yeah. have bought not a lion stamped egg when I was eating eggs, but yeah. I would you know eat slice cake somewhere and you yeah. haven't actually got a clue where it's no from. idea where the egg in that came from yeah and especially now i don't know i guess there's just more information out there isn't there and it's like the internet pushes stuff that you've already looked at and yeah. netflix pushes stuff that you already looked at and when you know things yeah they confirm it's a lot harder. your bias they or, do yeah. but it's a lot harder to ignore some of it once you mm-hmm. know how some things are made like with all the brexit stuff and getting these emails about you know, if we've got no EU regulations, we can make our own laws about what food we get from other countries. And yeah. America feeds chicken shit to pigs. Yeah. You're like, how? how what? Yeah. That it's happens. terrifying. A Who trade deal with America on the food front is absolutely terrifying, I think. And it's just, we don't, I just like, we don't know that. We don't know, I mean, only because of everything and the way it is currently politically with America, it's just very unlikely that we'd get <laughs> lots of the stuff we take for granted, like, our food has to say where it's come from on it. We wouldn't have that. We wouldn't have to have. Wouldn't even necessarily have to say what it's got in it, let alone where it's come mm-hmm. from. So frightening. <laughs> um, I, um, it tastes good. I like. <laughs> yeah, but it's delicious. Deli- it's really delicious. Who cares if it was fed on its own shit? Hello, it's me, in the middle of everything, just butting in, just bumming in, bum butting in, interrupting myself. Just wanted to give you an extra heads up that Hoovering is going to be recording a live show. It's in Manchester on the 6th of October at lunchtime. The guests are off Coronation Street, Bake Off and the brilliant All Killer No Filler podcast. There'll be food and you should totally bring your own stuff to eat and we can all eat together and chat about our scoffings. Can you imagine? Please go to manchesterpodcastfestival.com and if you look at that and worry that you'd love to come but you can't afford it, then please message me 
on Twitter or anywhere else and let's talk. Sorry for blathering on. Let's get back to the good stuff. The worst one. I haven't looked it up because I don't want to know. But my boyfriend watches loads of stuff and reads loads of stuff. Right. And then he tells me some things. Yes. So, <laughs> but my favourite all time ever has been prawns. Mm. I could have just eaten a packet of prawns. I've done that on many meals, just a packet of prawns. Yeah. Um, apparently they, I don't know that this is true. So apparently they cut the eyes off the female prawns <gasps> when they're making them in reactive tepidity however you say that farming it farming there yeah. we go that's the word <laughs> um, because it makes them breed more <gasps> so then they breed more because they then, can't see if they fancy the other prawn well <laughs> less distractions and then the eyes grow back and then they just cut them off again I don't I mean I don't know whether, whether that's true or whether yeah. but those kind of stories it's like yeah it's just you know I'll stick to my lettuce that's amazing I, I mean it's know. amazing I if that's know. true that sounds so I don't awful I want to know because he's Russian I think I so really he watches do weird stuff sometimes he watches Russian documentaries about he watches off prawn all eyes. kinds of Russian stuff and Cutting you can't women's pr- he's watching prawn <laughs> handmaid's tale that's what they're that's what's coming out of Russian yeah, exactly. Russian's they make channel little, 4 little red bonnets <laughs> Like that's awful, yeah. doesn't it? Breeder prawns. I, <laughs> as far as I was aware, the worst thing about prawns, rather than I don't know how clever they are or anything like that. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know how much <laughs> evidence. Well, that. there's evidence that fish feel pain. <laughs> yeah, well, blue, blue planet where they, you know, they've got personalities. Yeah. No, I don't want oh, them to be individual yeah. fish. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> Knocker feeding. I want to eat you. Yeah, yeah. That that was amazing, wasn't it? The last blue planet. Really good. But I don't know that how. I mean, some if someone's listening and they know whether prawns feel pain, I'd be interested to know that. But just environmentally, I think lots of them now are either farmed with antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know whether there's other environmental. It's just another type of farming in terms of all the stuff that's emitted and things. But they have to inject omega three into fish that's farmed. So that it's but now, anywhere near as healthy like, as it You know, be they, it always changes all the advice, and now they reckon, well, they're not sure, but the benefits of eating fish might not be anything to do with the fish. It might just be but because people are eating fish, they're not eating meat for a meal. Right. And the benefits of not eating meat for a meal, health-wise, that could just be... So they've like just yeah. rubbished all the omega-3 pills that people have been taking in terms of like being good for your heart. Oh, really? Yeah, they've just, they've just done a massive I just, study. I, I was just reading something the other day that, that, that how good omega-3 for our brains is. Well, who's paid for it? That's the thing. Yeah. It's like all these things. It's like, is it paid for the dairy industry? Is it paid for... You know, I mean, am I being paid now? Am I? (laughs) I am buying my veg. I'm not in collusion. Full disclosure: no one's paying me to be completely unsure what's going on in this podcast (laughs) week after week. (laughs) Constantly reassessing my own dietary choices. I just, I knew that I was ill before, and I'm not, so I'm happy. Take it. And if anyone cares about that, then that's their problem because I'm going to eat what I want to eat. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes cheesecake is in front of you and yeah. you kind of have to. And then just take a few days of <laughs> being ill. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Th- I know lots of people that do that. They'll be yeah. like, do you know what? Look, I'll deal with this tomorrow, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of cocktails. Yeah. That mascarpone. Right. Oh, looks good, but I can't remember the last time I cheated, actually. When I went to Russia. <laughs> okay. I was bad in Russia. Yeah. I was bad in Russia. Because I kind of, I love travelling. I love eating yeah. food and tasting traditional stuff. It's one of the best things. So in Russia, I did have. But then you what know it's you only tell me week. what you ate in Russia. I'm Russia. Um, or tell me some of the things you've eaten in Russia generally. <laughs> well, it's the first time I went, but my boyfriend's Russian. Yeah. So I've heard about the food, and there's a Russian shop down the road, and his mum's cooked stuff, and he's cooked stuff. Um, so their famous dish is, is borscht, which yeah. has like beef stock and like beetroot, hot beetroot mm. soup, and oh, the best. And thing. there's a yogurt in it too, isn't there? Oh, you can put sour cream in it. Yeah. 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 <sighs> like afterwards, they put sour cream in everything. Sour cream and mayonnaise yeah. in everything. Um, <laughs> but something that is really tasty mm. that would make me like probably more than cheesecake want to cheat is um, it's called herring in a fur coat. So it's like a mayonnaise salad with grated carrot. It sounds horrible, but it's so good. Carrot, beetroot, onion, egg. Um, and herring and it's kind of like a layered salad oh wow it's so good I love is the her- it what's the herring like is it really salty or is no. it just really fishy um, it's like it, I don't know if it's cured or if it's pickled or no it's probably not pickled I don't know it's just terrible just really it's good just really good oh wow yeah, they have pickles I mean you can 
So Lisa, they have pickles with everything, and they have like soups that are naturally vegan. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, because you can do borscht without the beef stock, can't you? Quite yeah, easily. yeah. We did the other day. He made some. That's great. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's so healthy as well. And it's so good when you do soups or casseroles. You just do a massive pot, and then you're done for the week. Yeah. Also, of all the things, I'm not very good at growing stuff, but beetroots feels in the British climate quite easy to cook. I guess that's uh, like the to Russians. grow. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. They've yeah. got crap climate, haven't they? Herring in a fur coat. Herring I'm writing it down. Coat. I tweeted a picture of it and oh, someone was you? like saying, telling me how cruel fur coats are. Pigs in blankets aren't, you know, you shouldn't eat blankets yeah. either. <laughs> I kind of miss, miss that. Oh, There's always going to be someone with an opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree, fur coats are bad. Yep. <laughs> don't eat them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely don't wrap them around a fish salad. <laughs> My word. Yeah. So you're a wizard at maths, obviously. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Always. Thanks. <laughs> I think maths is so hard. Once you introduce a letter into maths, that was the point at which it broke my brain and you've gone away. But you that. probably do it without realising. Like people are. Like, it's my big thing. People say, like, you didn't say it, so you're great. Mm-hmm. Like, people say I'm crap at maths and mm-hmm. they're really happy and they're proud, but you wouldn't say I can't read. That's <laughs> so true. But I think, like, you, you, you say you can speak English, but you wouldn't know every word in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. But I think people, they're just a bit intimidated by maths. Yeah. And, like, you can do some maths, I'm sure. Yeah. You can probably... Of course. You know, of course you can. You do it every day. But it's just that thing of saying, I can do it, or, like, actually going back and trying. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. if you did try that's like you've true got a two-year-old actually now. you're gonna to have to relearn exactly it. and that i can't say i'm excited about it <laughs> but actually i'd be fascinated by the challenge of various bits of his work which i because when he gets to school and he's doing stuff at school i mean i'm actually really excited about seeing whether i can cope or not and up to what point <laughs> but it's actually quite good if you're not quite sure because you're learning at the same pace and you yeah. can ask the same question well actually i thought i might I don't know. I mean, this is very optimistic. But there's stuff that I didn't enjoy at school, but I'm fascinated by now, including maths and science. Mm-hmm. I, I, that wasn't my... They weren't my strong fields at school, but I would love maybe to go back and study those things again alongside yeah. him. But that, I imagine I'll get to that age and that would be the last thing that he would want. I also remember <laughs> every time a parent tried to help me with my studies on the next fronts, I was just... I found them infuriating. Mm. How dare they try mm-hmm. and be helpful? <laughs> but because of um, your maths brains, does that make you quite a precise person when it comes to eating and cooking? Are you like a recipe follower? I used or to be a like, recipe follower. Just see what happens. Yeah, you know what? I used to be a recipe follower, right. and I wouldn't ever think of making up my own thing, right? Ever. But because of the Russian, mm. and he's just like, ah, oh, I'll just put this in here, and I'll shove this in, and. And he couldn't care less. And because now we get the veg boxes and you just get given whatever you yeah. get given, we'll just make any kind of crap. Just shove it all in a pot. Perfect. Um, some kind of stock. And it will generally make some kind of nice soup. Excellent. <laughs> That's the worst that can happen. I mean, it always looks appalling. And we don't have people around for dinner much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think if you, I think that's where the pressure comes in. If you're, trying to, if you're inviting someone around mm-hmm. formally for food, yeah. then that's quite stressful. A bit I frightening. Think. I still like a one-pot thing. And I can't eat cakes and stuff, so I don't really do... I think that's good, though, because if I did, yeah. I'd be the one eating it. should be dangerous. I've got a really good vegan carrot cake recipe mm. I can pass on. See, I wish I'd made it for you now. Does it have cream cheese? Because cream cheese is the best bit. Vegan cream vegan cheese. Vegan cream cheese. Yep. Mm. With lots of lemon I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's full of carrots. It can't be that bad for no. you. No. Well, like once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Let's um, go for a cycle or not. <laughs> <laughs> Say scrumdiddlyumptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrumdiddlyumptious. I was going to ask about Strictly in terms of um, do you have to like eat like an athlete when you're doing something like that? Because you're behaving like an athlete um, in terms of physically. No, I mean, it's all. Is it up to you? Yeah, I mean, at that point, he would buy. Once he bought a box of chocolates. And he'd eaten them before he got to our house sauce. <laughs> 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 it was that ridiculous. So yeah, we did have a lot of chocolate. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can eat what you like, really. Sometimes. You didn't then become like pasta and eggs. I was eating veggie and then I just was like, I'm tired, I'm knackered, I need some energy. And went, and I had three steaks in a week. Nice. And it's just that I was getting rid of all the crap. I wasn't yeah. eating the cheese bakes yeah. and everything that was making me feel yeah. rotten. 
Um, so that was out the window, and there was a lot of beef in that in that phase. <laughs> it must be interesting to be having to keep such a constant eye. I suppose actually, I don't know whether that's a relief. It sounds like it's a relief. It could be a stress. I think to be like having to constantly the, think about what's in everything that you eat. But it sounds like maybe it's a relief it's to like, have been I just given. Was it was quite ill, and it got it got worse and worse and worse. And I missed. Um, I almost well half a year of school when I was about eight because I was really? so ill with food, and at that point I was I was eating stuff, getting ill like vomiting for days until it was all out of my system. I couldn't even I remember I couldn't even watch adverts with food on, and um, and then I'd get better, and then I'd go back to school, eat food again, and get ill again. It was like a big cycle. And I remember then was the first time I was like doctors don't know everything because my mum took me to the doctor and mm. they said oh she's probably stressed. <laughs> When you were eight, they gave you that excuse. It might be because she's worrying, like arguing with her brother. Take her to a psychiatrist, and luckily my mum like sought alternate, you know, yeah. another opinion. And it just turned out everything I was eating was making me ill. Yeah, and I cut it out, and then got to the point where I was like in the car crying because it's really socially awkward, especially mm. when you're a kid and everyone's eating, and you have to be the weirdo that can't eat this, that, and the other. And 25 years ago. Yeah. They like weren't the options that you get now. It was like soda bread just tasted like salt and water. It was just disgusting. Yeah. And I couldn't swallow pills because I was little, so my mum would like have to wrap it up in smoked salmon all the Oh <laughs> but I, I was I got better and then I could yeah. like gradually introduce stuff and then when I was like twenty it kind of happened again but more slowly. Right. And for ten years or so. Yeah. Yeah, it was like getting worse and worse and worse. And then it was like, Oh god, like why didn't anyone suggest this? before like yeah. you go to the doctor and especially when you've got a history of this kind of thing I just thought food intolerances and IBS was the same thing mm-hmm. and it was just that I was like filling my body with so much stuff and it was having to work so hard to digest it yeah. it had like given up and it was putting so much energy into that so I can tolerate a bit now yeah, because yeah. like my body's so much stronger but right so yeah. it's just a case of giving yourself a break, like a, a generally giving yourself a break. And then it's kind of whatever. I kind of had to take responsibility for my own health at that point, rather than because yeah. you go to the doctor and they say you have IBS, you are stressed. Here's a list of stuff you should eat, and it's like fruit and yogurt, and it's like really not That's the stuff I should have been eating. Yeah, yeah. So I was, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll probably change my mind again in a few years, but for now. This Sounds is, like you've got it nailed. Uh, I'm a lot better than I was. And, yeah. You know, whether it's perfect or not perfect, if it's better than how you were then. Oh, I think perfect is an impossible ideal Quite. in any sense. Not, not something that any of us should be aiming for in anything. <laughs> I, I mean, this is great. Very, <clears throat> very unambitious. But it does make you really boring yeah. conversation when you have food. Because I don't everyone, think it makes you fascinating conversation. This is great. So if anyone asks me anything now, I won't yeah. have to have the same conversation. No, you can send them a to Please listen to If you want to argue, shout out the phone. It's fine. Yeah. One thing I love asking people is tell me something you've eaten out of awkwardness, but it sounds like the list would be epic for you. Um, if you've always had, like, in, known about some intolerances, but people have no, been but like... No, I love food, so I do yeah. like eating stuff. See, I don't like trying weird things. I remember when we were on a holiday when I was younger yeah. in somewhere like Jamaica. Right. And um, my parents, they said it was goat's brain soup. And they were like, oh, very funny. They had it, and I was like, they, if they've even said goat's brain soup, I'm not going near it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was goat's brain soup. Were your parents cool with that? They said it was disgusting. They tried it and they said it was disgusting. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, cool. you know, it's goat's brain soup. I'm not interested in that. No. Um, absolutely fine never trying a goat's brain. Yeah, I don't want to try weird things. And even when I was eating meat, I would try and have, like, if you have just a few edibles, then you can look the rest of them in the eye. Have you got a hangover food, a go to thing? Um. I love. I just. I do love avocado. I've got. Oh no, yeah. hummus. I would eat hummus with anything. Yeah, hummus is my new prawns. I can that, just have a pot of hummus. Riverford smoked hummus is fit. It's good. It's good. We've got hummus is my new prawns. This <laughs> is my new prawns. <laughs> so, so London. So I realise how ridiculous this is. No. Um, but hummus is good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat a bit of stodge, can you? A bit of bread. So good. Toast. Carb it up. Toast and bread. Toast and hummus. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what do you need? Perfect. Sod cordon bleu. <laughs> it's true. But when you work and you're away a lot, yeah. And you get, you know, you get fed like wagamamas or, you know, it's really, it's nice, but you yeah. just want toast and hummus. 
Yeah. Like the simple stuff. Cucumber. Someone Give me a cucumber. from their home is missing a trick, not um, signing up to Deliveroo near to television studios yeah. to just do toast and hummus toast and or hummus. cheese on toast for people. Oh, cheese just, on toast. Oh. That's the thing. Vegan cheese doesn't melt. No. Like, Vegan cheese isn't it? An aberration. Sometimes like, <laughs> I've gone full circle on this since I started doing. Hello, neighbours. Um, sorry, yes, yeah, <laughs> that sounded a bit more serious than the picture, <laughs> didn't it? Going up. They um about six months ago I started this, and I think in mean, the first few episodes I, I would really have defended vegan cheese, and now I've come full circle now and think, what are we? Don't do that with your life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one in ten might be all right. A yeah. lot of them are just disgusting, yeah. and they are really expensive. They're still prohibitively expensive. Vegan green cheese, I think they've got nailed. Yeah, but only but I've only found one in one shop that I like. Right, and it's Holland and Barracks, which is like if I'm walking home from Oxford Street, then I can yeah. get it. Otherwise, I can't. Fair enough. Because a lot of them just go straight in the bin. I don't know what the brand is. I need to look up the brand. There's one brand that's really good. That is I it in a round pot? In it's in a round pot. Yeah, and they got, do like a, it's got like a herby medieval. Well. Yeah, and it's got like medievally writing. Yeah, style. that's the one. That's that's the one I like. Oh, that's the only one that's good. Yeah, that is good. But then I don't care about cream cheese that much. There's um. You mentioned carrot cake now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And that might work. Yeah, that might. It is. I'm sending you it's that dangerous. recipe. I'm writing down some <laughs> carrot cake recipe. Corrupt, corrupt. Mmm. Delicious. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You talked about being really ill when you were, even when you were eight. But like, yeah. what about growing up? Did you? Um... <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind drilling next door when they make it sound. That almost sounded like <laughs> they almost sounded like they're doing it in either in rhythm to some dance music or. It sounded like that. It sounded a bit like. You really put a positive spin on that. I have. I'm giving. I'm giving that drill a real personality. <laughs> Did you grow up in Essex? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you had some cool holidays. Yeah, we, my parents have taken us away like That's once cool. a year, and I, they love they love travelling. And now my dad's retired, and they just they love it. They go on cruises and see here there, and everywhere. But they're not foodies at all, really. So they would quite happily like when we were growing up, um, they would go to a pub that just reheats stuff and be perfectly happy with that. Really, and it's just so the opposite. Yeah, I'm a massive. Like, I wouldn't even when I was a kid. I was like, why are we eating this? We can just buy a microwave stuff and eat it at home if we want yeah. to eat crap. I just I'm like sorry but I'm a massive snob about that I'm just not interested um, but my, my dad's from Salford they're just not into food they'll yeah. eat it because it's there they're still not fast not really not really I mean they're, they're, they're brave enough to have a goat's brains soup that was kind of they, they thought it was a joke yeah and it wasn't but um, I mean my nan she's um, she's up in Salford and I remember once oh I mean she's she, oh, her cooking like we've gone through her cupboards before and she'll have like 10 year old mince meat you know the, the fruit and, and it's like black stuff oozing out and it's really out of date and she's like no no keep it in the cupboard it's like we haven't needed it for 10 years why would you and she did things like she if I'd go up and see her in Manchester she'd um, she, she made steak once but she got the day wrong so she made it the day before and just left it on the pan oh it's like for the next day I was like oh no that's like something out of a really good horror Sketch like I like the grandma's cooking. Like, yeah. <laughs> bit League of Gentlemen, really, isn't it? The idea oh, of yeah. I had an Austrian nana who would do similar things, but hers was all about waste avoidance. 
Yeah. So she would just feed us lots of really out of date yeah. stuff. Well, so like she'd say, yeah. you'd be having a coffee or tea, and she, uh, you know, tea in the mid afternoon. She was, she loved feeding you. Yeah. But she said, would you like a bicky or a cake with that? And you'd say, yes, please. And then she'd bring in mince pies, and you'd be like, <laughs> it's October. Oh, no. And they'd be like, Oh, yes. it'll be like trying to. It would, they'd be like rocks. It's a different rocks. age, though. They're yeah. from, isn't it? That's kind of the only excuse. <laughs> yeah. She wants. You know when potatoes start smelling like the garden? Yeah, like then yes. when they're just gone. When they're ready, actually, to like probably plant from Ooh. the eyes of. And they've got there is like some poison that potatoes make when they're anyway. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> can I just buy some potatoes? I'm happy. You know, I'll spend yeah. money and buy some potatoes. Um, and she got out of this like cutting from the sun or something that she'd kept that said you can eat gone out you know out of date food <gasps> oh and I made a stir fry for her once and um, I had some garlic yeah she'd never seen garlic before wow like, I didn't so know. how long ago was that that was like maybe seven years ago <gasps> it was um, amazing yeah she just and she had like, she ever stir fry before I don't know I doubt it it's probably foreign food isn't it yeah <laughs> But she didn't. She was like, she just put it in. I was like, oh, no, you have to chop, peel it, and take that off, and then chop it. And she, she didn't know. In a way, it makes me think. It's, oh, we're just so we're so privileged to be of an age where we we've always had that stuff going yeah. on. I grew up in Dorset. We had a Chinese takeaway and an Indian takeaway, but neither were very good. Yeah. And that, but now there are good ones in yeah. that town, um, in Swanage where I grew up. But they, um, it, it wasn't. I don't know. I just feel like very lucky to, and now live in London where we've got access oh, we've got to everything. everything. Yeah, we are. We are really spoiled. It is. It is totally different. Too. And we're, like, I've just been in Spain, and my mum was like, "We have to have tapas in Spain. We have to have tapas one day." And like, bit, a bit, little bit of me, like an absolute wanker, was thinking, "I could get amazing." <laughs> in London yeah. Bridge like you know oh, you think but yeah. we do you know because you get so much food in yeah. London and, and we love trying stuff but we went to Sri Lanka this summer <gasps> and we hadn't had Sri Lankan food before and that's opened up a whole new world of. it's supposed to be incredible it's I've got so some friends good so the best thing we went to um, a little we did like a little village tour but the best part was you get taken to these ladies like a couple of village ladies yeah in um, like a mud um, a mud building so like it was like waist high mud walls and then um, thatched roofs that they thatched themselves and like open walls and they made they, they have their national dishes like this vegetable curry thing but they have like nine different dishes and they made it in front of us down to having a coconut like getting the stuff off the coconut chopping it up grating the coconut on this little stool thing with a coconut grater they wow. have the rice they bash the rice in the husks and then they shake it up to get rid of the husk dust and they even like, husk the rice yeah, in front of you it was amazing and then the food it's just like every different colour every different spice so so good Sounds and incredible. it's like dirt cheap over there yeah like these ladies they spend I think they said the whole thing took them an hour to make for like nine different dishes and then um, we said, you know, how much is it? And it was the equivalent of £3.75 each. No. And obviously we gave them, like, loads more. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And you get to watch the whole ritual yeah. as well. So though. now we just make, like, sambal and dal and stuff. It's really, really tasty. Mm, what's sambal? Sambal. Is, um, so they grate the coconut. And then, I didn't even know this, they were no. making the um, coconut milk. So what you do, they have the grated coconut they just grated yeah and then you just run water in it and then you squeeze the coconut out and that's how you get coconut <laughs> that's coconut like you squeeze so coconut obvious, water but I would never know it's like no you just buy it a tin in the shop how do you get coconut cream is I think you probably just similar but with more coconut to water ratio I think so yeah this is fascinating I know, but also what I love about it is that a brilliant comedian, lovely man called Andrew Bird has got a really funny bit about I don't like the thought of someone milking an oat. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. actually, someone, someone, lots of people, it sounds like, or lots of factory machines are mil- li- yeah, yeah, they are physically milking the, coconuts. Just like squeezing out the milk. You know that, and that's it. I don't think I could live without coconut milk. I think that would be a real hindrance to a planty life. I think that I cook with it a lot. Coconut milk? Yeah. But that's what do you mean? No, it's great. I just mean it's great. I just love it. Just having a like no, a, 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 an intimate moment well, talking about when I was younger and couldn't have milk. Yeah. the only option was goat's milk. Right, and some of them taste like goat. Some yeah. of them taste okay. But I've never sit. I've never even sipped it. You know, because it smells so much like goat. No, not all of them do. And it's the same with um, um, like these milks. Now all yeah. the different nut milks. Some of them are still disgusting, and some yeah. of them are really nice. 
you have to find the right one. But, I'm um, all about oat milk, that barista oatly one oh, in yeah. the coffee. And then I'm not, I'm not, I don't mind any of the others. But they used to, like, they, they didn't have them when I was young. And yeah. having, like, in coffee, kind of, they all taste nice. Yeah. But in cereal, so like goat, goaty cereal. No, thank no. you. And some of the... Oh. Some of the cardboard nut milk just tastes no. like cardboard. Even just soy, so, I don't soy goes all bitty. Yeah. Goes all bitty, and I can't remember if it's tea or coffee. Yeah, it go. It like yeah, separates. and then you give it to someone. Like the builders come around. I've only got this milk. This is okay. It's you just can just you can hear their eyes rolling. <laughs> um, I love it. Oh, but sambal. So yeah, you do the coconut like squeeze it all out, and yeah. then she had like she got some onion, garlic, tomatoes, and chili, and like just like rolled them on this stone thing until they were a pulp and then just mix all the coconut in and it goes oh. on top of curry and rice it's so good oh my god so really you use nice. it almost like a, a sprinkle but it's um, got you tons of loads, it's just got loads of flavour and it's got a good texture mm. just, is it like a paste or crumbs it's more like just yeah like crummy coconut with all the <sighs> colours and flavours in it and wow. lemon lemon in it as well and this <laughs> but it's so, it was that really fun just to watch incredible. them incredible and we went back um, we went back three times <laughs> Oh yes, I love it. it. And each time they made different curries with all the different fruits and vegetables. And where in Sri Lanka was that? Were you moving around? Um, we were in Siguria for that bit. Um, so we go, we love wildlife, so we went mm. over to see the wildlife. And that's like the cultural triangle. And we had a driver and suggesting all these things, and we were like, <laughs> we didn't do anything cultural particularly. Yeah. We just went for food. Yeah. And we went and what you know saw Eating the birds. And animals. And yeah. Oh, love it. it. It was great. God, I feel to me, so I've never been to Sri Lanka and it feels like this magical place. I have some friends who go quite regularly, but they always stay in a villa that's essentially someone's home and you oh, pay yeah, more stays. to have, yeah. yeah, and you have more to have. And it's very, like, run down and it looks like something out of, like, that Marigold hotel film. Like, it's really flimsy and ramshackle, but they basically the food is amazing mm. and obviously the climate's well, incredible. Nice. And because they're mostly Buddhist. Right. Um, a lot of the country is vegetarian anyway, mm. so they've just got really good fruit and veg and veggie curries. Oh, and yeah, sounds off the it was nice as well going to Asia because I've been to a few different countries and quite often so they say you know this animal is endangered because these set of people all eat it. Yeah, but that was one of the first places where like a lot of the wildlife isn't endangered because of the people. Yeah, because they've got a totally different attitude. Amazing. Trying to and not being poached or anything. Well, you know, in some places well, there was there was like the there was a civil war on that yeah but but yeah it's, a, it's still a lot different to a lot of the other countries you go to amazing especially if you're going to the country to see wildlife I guess actually where tourism industry has to rise up to sort of counter all other problems yeah well, stuff. yeah I think it's like coming through there now because they've had civil war so now like the country's trying to yeah change the wildlife and etc etc oh god that's but, so fascinating it was cool oh, it was I love great. it what was the most amazing animal beast you saw there, there we saw a bear Oh, bear. Um, wild bear wild yeah right by the and I was so excited Cause you know we vegan? Were, yeah 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 um, it was definitely a boy right <laughs> and, uh, we were on safari and you know when you're, you're like sometimes you can see nothing for right. ages and ages and ages and we went first thing on the last day because it was to see leopards because they have loads of leopards there and we hadn't seen any Every all the other people in our you know coming and going from our camp had seen a leopard every day and we hadn't seen a leopard and it was called a leopard trail so that's what we were <laughs> So we want to see a leopard and a bear, and um, normally, like you know, they see an elephant. It's like over there, and or whatever. You get the binoculars out, and we were just driving down this road. The first one's in the park today, and we'd driven past it, and three of the, the three boys didn't see it, and I just went, bah! I couldn't even say the word bear, and you're supposed to be really quiet. And I was just like, bah! <laughs> we just reversed up, and this bear was like hugging a tree, like, oh. Um, yeah, it. like big claws. It was having, it was doing. <gasps> it was having fun with the tree, and um, just looking at us. And then, like in Jungle Book, where it's all scratching it on the just, tree. It wasn't scratching. I don't know what it was doing, but it's it doing like, something. It just, just ripped off all this bark because it's got such massive claws. And the boys were taking photos, and I think because of the clicking of the camera, it heard it. And it yeah, and it got aggressive. So it was like. Argh! It's amazing. <laughs> Did you have to drive off really fast? Um, well, it went off in the end, so you just okay. let it go off. But it was really cool. That was oh the best thing. God, that sounds amazing. We've met a real life bear. <laughs> that is so cool. I don't know if we met, but yeah, we definitely. In yeah, the it, wild. it was right there, though. That's the thing. It wasn't like in the distance, is that a bear? It was like road, definitely tree, a bear. bear. Incredible. Cool. Yeah, it was good. 
I'm in my time. Five second rule, yes or no? Yeah, of course. There we go, it's a quick one. Don't even need to discuss that. Fine, perfect. It's not even bothered what floor it is, really. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Don't do I'm enough. exactly the same mind. Um, Maybe not ice cream. No. <laughs> God, good point, actually. Yeah, that like would nowadays, be it. Yeah, that yeah. I had, um, we've just, as I said, we've just been to Spain and um, we got caught in a storm one night. I say caught in it, it was fun, like running on purpose from my mum's camper van to our cabin thing in this storm and then um, so obviously I, I as someone's in his buggy and I hung out the rain cover um, and when it dried I noticed that there were these like two dried on slugs of what must have been sweetie of some sort <laughs> and it was pink so it was pretty safe but I licked it I did as I was cleaning it lick it to check it was a sweet Come that's out. where the five second rule yeah that's where the free can- candy oh that's where I think my perhaps my lack of boundaries on the five second rule becomes questionable well, on the kind of taste it test it wasn't of, on the floor was it no doesn't count doesn't count <laughs> yeah ooh um, have you ever craved anything really random and specific um not really Fair enough. Only just like when you have one, because it's like maybe one in ten things in the vegan department might be good. Yeah. And then you're like, there's like a salted caramel brownie that they do in some market somewhere that I didn't, for some stupid reason, didn't take a photo of who these people were. Yeah. And now I'm like, where's the brownie? Where was they just thinking about it all the <laughs> Where time? Can I get these like brownies? longing nostalgia for yeah. the great salted caramel vegan brownie yeah, manufacturer. Yeah. If it might be you and you're listening, <laughs> get in touch. We miss you. Um, please. Um, it's so funny, isn't it, with stuff like that? The little attachments you get to stuff when you realise you can have them and you have something new. Oh, that's oh. Really good. I like the discovery of Mildred's. That oh, like, yeah. chain of reg- it's vegetarian it, restaurants. What's the other one? Um, the other one. Um, Tibbets. Tibbets is great. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, yeah, I get like little crushes on places, and then just want to go there all the time. But then we have been going um, first Thursday of every month, Brick Lane. There's yeah. a vegan night together. No, so it's like vegan junk food everywhere. It's amazing. Nice, and then they do one of them. Oh, I can't remember what they're called either. But they do these jackfruit deep fried burgers. It's like the. It just tastes like proper junk food. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And sometimes you just want. Proper junk oh. food, and they do. That is good. Manchester. I feel like is nailing it on the vegan yeah. junk food side. They've got Revs, the burgers. Yeah, have you been there? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Their, their burgers are actually good, and yeah. right next to so we film Media City. Right next to Media City, there's Grindsmith's Coffee Place. Right. They do the best vegan cooked breakfast. Wow. And the best coffee in Manchester, I reckon, and it's right next to the studio. It's amazing. Brilliant. Really, really good. Nice. Like my lunch every day. Grind it up. Oh, it's amazing. Perfect. It took me a long time since it was open. It's funny. Do you get it, I find when I have a place like you find somewhere like that, it sort of pains me a bit to tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't no, want every bastard in yeah. there. You do. I do. You do. We do. do. We want them to have to open a bigger second. We want them to do very well. Wish you well, Grindspits. <laughs> 42 super bees which could re-be our entire bee drought with their kind if lusty ways is discovered but they're trapped underneath a giant car everyone else is um, too far away so it's left to you to lift it up and free them there's a jack but it's really old fashioned and requires like good old fashioned leg pumping and the car's so big that I'll only lift the front up and you need to lift the back up too but luckily you've got a huge inflatable flamingo which will lift the back up but it means because time is of the essence that you need to leg pump while simultaneously huffing up the flamingo to full flamingo Um, and that takes hours and hours of whole body wazzocking but you do it you're a hero you saved the bees you're allowed a shower or whatever it is you need to feel happy and composed again you don't have to stay in that state but you're totally you're knackered and starving and your reward is the feast of your dreams Um, you can have whatever you like ethics aside should you wish it that's the thing reality aside it doesn't even need to be something that's available it could be something from the future 
Um, and the same rules, which is yeah, there are yeah, no yeah. rules in terms okay. of dead or alive, apply to. So I want to know what you're eating, what you're drinking, who with and where. And they so they don't okay. have to be a real person or, or okay. a, a, you know. Well, no, I mean, I choose my other half because if you're not choosing oh. your other half to have your last meal with or like your favourite meal, then what's, what are you with them? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so I think I'll, I'll take your trick and go to the future because that's yes. the thing. I, I don't miss anything that I don't eat now. But I remember how good certain things were. Yeah. So I'd have them in the future where they can make, you know... Make it synthetic in a way that won't make you ill. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'd have everything. I think lasagna you can't replace. Like, we used to have this this pub in Manchester. We used to go proper, like, not microwave lasagna, proper lasagna. Wow. Amazing. Cheesecake. My mum's been off your pie. Nice. Um, Actually, I got really into, like, cheese boards since I can't eat cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I never liked cheese before and now when you go uh, went to France and they just bring out this tray of cheese and you're like oh, Christ that's amazing <laughs> um, and I think the best thing is a wine pairing nice like I mean like proper treat it's like a wine I love it when people I love it when you haven't got to decide anything yeah. so they just bring you food and bring yes. you wine and it so a wine menu where you stuff. just basically get a tiny glass or you get a proper yeah. glass of like eight wines oh. including dessert wine dessert wine's the best that I never cared about until my it. 30s and now suddenly so I've got my foodiest friends <laughs> yeah my swankiest food friends who are yeah. my senseis on that front or my sort of uni birds they've taught me a thing or two in the last few years about good dessert wine yeah. my word I love it but oh, that's, we're, I'd go to we went to this one place in Bali that was recommended it's a place called Mosaic nice. and it's it was outdoors like, under the stars and it was all local ingredients like and they bring out this big like platter of fruit and vegetables you've never you don't know what anything is basically wow. and I like fruit and I yeah. tried it because I still didn't know what half this stuff was but really good cooking Mm. and it was one of those like little tasting menus so you get loads of little dishes that the chef brings and wow. like wine that went with it and I had like the five glass wine thing yeah Pasha had about eight <laughs> honestly I had to carry him to the cab afterwards but it was like under the stars amazing chefs all local food it was that was amazing Heaven. scrap all the rest of it I just I'd have that Heaven. I don't want to choose <laughs> yeah oh that gets spoken about a surprising amount on this podcast not, oh, not surprising yeah the joy of giving control yeah of not you know of just doing it's nice it's like being a yeah. kid again it's nice except with wine yeah um, <laughs> it's always better so you'd be in this place in Bali what's it yeah. look like it's, it's it was outdoors so there's loads of trees and they were like fairy lights hanging from the trees but it was still nice tables and everything and then the I kind of think it had like a kind of an open kitchen on one side nice. um, and then it did have it started raining halfway through so they did move you to like the open walled indoor bit um, oh it was the, it was one of the best meals oh it was so good we love that place yeah in a bird it was good <laughs> bring it on Huge thanks to the amazing Rachel, who misses the new prawns, Riley. Pretty sure that nickname's going to catch on. She's on the Instagram as at Rachel Riley RR. She's always up to exciting work and she wanted me to give a shout out to her awesome stylist as well, Jennifer Mikalski-Bray. Please tell everyone you can contact on the internet and in your lives about this smelly podcast. It does us wonders. We're on all the socials as at the Hoovering Pod. Rate, review and subscribe. Give us five stars. Follow me too at Jessica Foster Q. If you'd like to email me, you can do it through my website, jessicafosterq.com. I love it loads when you get in touch. And my patrons, an extra thank you to you. You are my lifeblood. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham. And the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.